0: I'm Kate Northrup.
1: And I'm Mike Watts. And we're partners in life, love, and business.
0: Welcome to the Kate and Mike Show, where we share insights and interviews on entrepreneurship, relationships, parenting, self-actualization, and making a life, not just a living.
1: Welcome back to the Kate and Mike Show. This, <laughs> is... this is Mike. And this is
0: Kate. Hi. Remember
1: in the car when I held a note for a really long time during one song and then I said how awesome it was that I held that note for so long. It was probably off key and not even close. Anyway, okay. So (laughs) Kate is like giving me like a stare at like, what are you talking about? How are you doing?
0: I'm great. Thanks. How are you, honey?
1: I'm good. Yeah, we're recording this on June 1st. Welcome to June. Welcome to
0: June. This week is our white space week. After launching Origin, we blocked out the week to not really do much work related other than record this podcast, pretty much, which really feels like such a joy. We took Penelope to Boston for her skin appointment, we went to the Seashore Trolley Museum in Kennebunk, Maine, should if. you ever be in the area, it's super fun with kids because you can go through all of the trolleys in these big barns. They have trolley cars from all over the world, from Rome, from Australia, from Boston, New York, San Francisco, and from all different eras.
1: So it's pretty it's cool. It's cool. If you have anybody that's really into trains, cause yeah. you know, those people that are like into trains, and they're really, really into trains that would be a great gift it's really cool. come to maine and visit the trolley museum yeah pretty cool so we, we also haven't told them the big thing that happened over the past couple of weeks because we haven't recorded since then
0: oh yeah are you ready we bought a house
1: we did and that's what we spent a lot of yesterday morning we are picking out countertops let's do a quick conversation like our decision for this that can be a whole podcast in itself but because we talked on here about building our home. Yep. And what ended up happening was we sat in the builder's office going over what our house was going to cost to build. And I knew they had a spec house that was bigger than what we were building. And we just brought up the conversation was like, how's the spec house going? And they said they had a buyer, but they pulled out. And the spec house was thirteen or $14,000 cheaper That includes the land plus the house than what ours was going to be just to break ground on our place. And then as anybody that's ever built a house, you know what that price they give you is just a quote. And, of course, that's going to rise. Usually
0: they say on average people end up spending 10% higher than the original quote. Yeah. So this house we got for a better lot, 1,000 extra square feet for less money. Right. For about 16,000 less than our original quote to build our house. So... It was a really good deal.
1: This was a deal. We got a good deal. We
0: only have one next-door neighbor. The rest is Woods, and it's on a cul-de-sac, and it's really sweet, and it's a beautiful, beautiful home. And we basically toured it on a Friday, and then basically on Saturday we decided, and we put in the offer on Mother's Day. was the day after Mother's Day? We put the offer together, yeah. We put the offer together on Mother's Day, and then... We were under contract within 48 hours, I think.
1: We were. Mm-hmm.
0: It was fast. It was, it was awesome. Cool. It felt so good to make the decision to buy a nearly done house rather than start the entire process that was going to take like yep. eight months of all the decisions.
1: Because we move in between the middle of July to the beginning of August. We'll yeah. have closed date is supposed to be July 14th.
0: Actually, Lindy, she helps us out with Penelope. She's a amazing
1: functional medicine. I don't know what she does. Like medicine, medical practitioner
0: and homeopath. So she's helped us a lot with Penelope's skin. So she's been helping sort of with some of the toxic stuff on the house and helping to avoid that. She said, Mike, as long as we... I'll just give you the update here. And for those of you... So... For the spec house, they had already ordered and cut the carpeting for the bedrooms. So, and for the
1: bonus room and for the bonus room
0: in the basement. So, while we might not have done carpeting because it was already ordered and cut, we couldn't return it. So, we are doing carpeting and that can be a toxic burden. But as long as we install it with tacks rather than the glue, 95% of the VOCs come from the glue and it's not installed yet. So, we can choose how to install it. Plus, Lindy said as long as we put fans and keep the windows open and vacuum it with a HEPA filter vacuum she thinks we're good to move in in mid-July so I think we could move cool. in when we close oh nice this just in Mike is getting yeah, this news this is just great now. yeah I so I think excited. we can move in like a month earlier than we thought
1: that's actually better for yeah. our entire which schedule which means of we of only life. have
0: six weeks left at our little apartment which I'm affectionately calling the hovel it's really dark
1: <laughs> yeah it is it's dark and it's cold it's really dark like, and
0: cold and i'm really excited to i live really in our like new it. house it's i like sweet.
1: it yeah but it is it's dark and cold and yeah. it's yeah we have to run the heat like it's i literally turn the heat on this morning on june 1st just I because it, i wake up and it's cold it's like, not
0: going to be like that at our new house
1: no no um, so it's crazy though i want to talk about this very briefly as i already said that but because do you feel bad? I guess the question I have for you, Kate, would be... Because a lot of times, you know, we have these ideas of the way things are supposed to be. And this kind of goes into what we're... I think the, we always have actual, ideas of
0: the way things are supposed to be.
1: Right. So, so the actual podcast, what we're talking about today, is going to be the wrap of the Origin launch. So, that closed last Friday. And we're recording this a couple days later. We wanted to record it directly after... So, we knew what was going on. But we also have... This house that we have been building for literally probably about a year. We haven't almost? been building it; we've been planning to right, build it. Right, but we've been planning to build a house for about a year, and we reserved this lot. The reservation of the lot was a thousand dollars, and then we basically paid a thousand dollars. Like it was refundable. Yeah, it was refundable like nine months ago. So the developer of this property has just been carrying tax burden and all that stuff on him. And we've just been planning this house. And what happened was is they finally, and this is good for deadlines This is a good idea. They finally came to us because we weren't happy with the price. The builder was coming back to. And I said, I think it's time that we get some other quotes from three different builders and see what comes back. And we told our real estate agent, she told the developer, and they were basically like, you guys got to make a decision. You either got to buy the land. So our three decisions were you buy the land we move forward with the house and the quote we already have or number three is we actually look at the spec house we decide if we like it and we can make an offer on the spec house and as we've told you. We chose number three. But when you think about all that work, because we spend $5,000 on house plans, right?
0: Not to mention hours pouring over them and in meetings with the builder and in meetings with the designer and in meetings with other people getting feedback on the house plans. And my parents and then
1: Kate's parents and then my friends. You know, I would go to lunch and we would like talk about the house plans and we would re-ramp and then we'd go back to the designer, all that stuff. So a lot of time as well as money. But do you feel any regret is not the right word but like is there any looking back on that process because like just that you would rather build our house like do you have any of that thought no
0: no I count that as part of the process like it all counts I don't believe in wasted time I believe that the time you spend on something that seems like it might not be connected to the end result is actually essential to the end result like I remember when I was writing my book my first book because there will be a second coming up
1: dun, dun, dun. i'm super
0: excited about it and i think the title is hysterical but i can't tell it yet.
1: i don't get it i slowly get it but <laughs> everyone else gets it like every- kate looks at me every time she tells everybody else. oh my god it's pretty good though
0: so stay tuned but the process when I was writing my book, like I would spend a lot of time doing what you might call procrastinating, like cleaning out my sock drawer or whatever. And then our friend, Diana Valentine, who's a creative coach helped me reframe that. And she said, what if the time organizing your sock drawer was essential to you writing the book? And I was like, I love that. So I believe the time we spent Doing our plans and all that stuff. I don't think that was wasted time. I mean, it's not the house that we planned, but this house has a lot of better elements. And let's just talk about one thing that's a little funny about it. So the house has the master suite off of the kitchen which we thought was a, like a little strange it'll be great for somebody down the line someday when we sell it because we probably won't live here forever but you never know um, it's perfect for a house a downstairs master yeah he did not want and a it's also perfect
1: master. for like a couple who wants to downsize or buy a house but their kids will come visit and they'll have visitors but right. maybe not there all the time Right. That's like the perfect. Yeah, but left.
0: I don't like the idea of my kids sleeping upstairs and us sleeping downstairs. It just feels far away, especially because we're just in that phase where sometimes they're still, you know, ending up with And the house that
1: night. we designed had all the bedrooms right together upstairs. Yep. So
0: this one, the master suite is downstairs. And then there's this what they're calling a guest suite with an en suite bathroom upstairs so we were feeling a little weird about that and i was like that was my one thing that i was like this was not the master suite that i had imagined like that's i'm feeling sad about that so do you want to tell what your solution was
1: right me too i mean because it's like you're gonna eat in you know where the kitchen is the living room and where the dining table is we would eat and then five feet maybe five to ten feet from the table is the entrance into the master bedroom and it's right off of it. And it's just, I was not excited about that. That was something that where I was like, that is going to stink. Like, let's say we have people over and we want to go to bed or we have guests visiting and we want to go to bed. Like they're going to be out there and we're going to hear them right through the door. And then Kate told me, I don't know if this was before or after the fact, but she basically said to me, she's like, the, you know, the one thing, cause in the house design that we actually designed, we could post these designs. Like if somebody, we have house designs, if anybody's looking to build a house, Basically, (laughs) we designed her an office.
0: Bargain on these plans are amazing.
1: We built her a specific office for her, and she told me she was like, "I was really looking forward to having my own office. Like it's always been a dream of mine that I can decorate myself. Nobody else will use it. It's like the space that I want. And since both of us work from home, the majority of the time, or need at least a home office setup." I was going to be like in the basement or we're going to, f- or the spare bedroom or something. We were going to figure that out for me. I'm pretty flexible on that, but just as long as I have a station. And I was like, okay, oh crap. Like, this, And I've
0: been flexible, by the way, for the last two and a half for years. For sure. Yes, you have. Because I have not had an office. No,
1: your station's moved a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I would say I've had and the more had fixed station and yours has been and flexible. Yeah. Yeah. And so, basically, we were like, how are we going to make this work and what can we do? And then I said, all right, well... Kate's writing all the gems. Kate's going to be writing this book. You know, it's like, what can we do to make this work for all of us? So I told her there's also a guest room in the basement that we could build out. So we're getting the pricing for what that's going to cost to finish right now. And we might finish it now or we might wait like a couple of years and finish it later. So they've already kind of mapped out because half the basement is finished and the other half would be like the guest bathroom and the guest bedroom. And I was in the shower and I was like, I got it. This is what we're going to do. Kate gets her own office suite. And I was like, this is big pimping because she basically gets the master bedroom. Downstairs will be her office. She can paint it whatever color she wants. Off the office is also her closet, which is a nice size walk-in closet. It's definitely going to fit all of her clothes. And I will have overflow of my clothes down there because the setup I'm about to explain to you won't fit everything. And then also she gets her own like bathroom that's built into her office. So if she needs to go write, she never has to leave. She can just stay in there and do her writing and do all of this stuff. It's like
0: the double vanity and the 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 soaking tub and the gorgeous shower. And I'm going to put a chandelier in there and like... It's just it's super beautiful and it's totally and the whole wall behind where my desk is going to be is shiplap
1: or um, nickel gap
0: or nickel gap, which is really beautiful and works exploring paint colors. It's just really fun. And so I feel like it was the perfect solution. And so I actually get to have my own bathroom and closet and mm-hmm. Mike has his own bathroom and closet yep. and I'll just go upstairs and sleep
1: so in the bonus room above the garage where we're gonna like that'll be our bedroom, master bedroom. our master bedroom which is like it's ridiculous it's like huge. it's 500 square feet or something i don't know it's big and it's way bigger than any bedroom i've ever had and bigger than any bedroom you've ever had and it's crazy like for us like bedrooms we don't hang out in our bedrooms that often like we hang out in the other places of the house so we're gonna sleep upstairs with the kids when we have a second one and et cetera. and then penelope's up there as well and she's pretty much already picked out her i don't know if she's picked out her room based off of really liking it we walk into the one because there's been no tools in there the other one had giant saws and you know and drills and all this out. stuff and she was freaked out so we're gonna have to go back but i think we have a room that penelope likes And we're just going to sleep up there. And then I'll use the bathroom upstairs. And then when Kate, like before getting to bed, she'll get ready downstairs, have her own bathroom and I'll get ready upstairs. And then she'll like meet. It's like we're constantly dating to a certain degree in the same house which is cool and super fortunate that this kind of worked out this way it's actually I actually think
0: it's a really creative solution like yeah. it's just the perfect example of like it wasn't exactly what we had designed but in a way it's like i never would have designed for myself to have my own bathroom i mean that seems so luxurious so it's even better
1: it's crazy and then if like we have other guests or whatever over and they need to get ready upstairs because there is a bathroom in this where we're gonna sleep and then there's another one for the other like the kids. And so there's that one. But if we have more than so many people over and we all need to shower at the same time or get ready, then I can go downstairs. Like there's so many, it's like so many options. You can wake up in the morning and be a like, what do options. I want to do? And so it's pretty cool. This house, as Kate said, it like it's a thousand square feet bigger than what we originally planned. And we were like, do we need all of those square feet? We walk around this place and we're like, holy smokes. But then our lifestyle with two people working from home with we have a lot of people that stay with us. Like there is a lot of in and out traffic that happens at the Watts household and it's super awesome and it's great and it's nice to have that for folks. It's a desire of both of our lives and in the future, there could be people living with us for an extended period of time because that seemed to work out or that seemed to happen as well yep. multiple times already. And so that's also built into this home yeah. and then we can have our entertainment center because one thing that we do not enjoy for both of us is actually having the tv is the center of like the living space yeah and the center of the entertainment area so if you go to most houses or hotel rooms or whatever you adventure to you always see the tvs like in the middle of the space and we desire like face-to-face communication over tv so in the basement we're going to kind of build out the entertainment area so they're actually entertainment
0: area playroom and yeah. mike's office
1: yeah in my office so we'll kind of design that as we go along but all that stuff will just go downstairs and watch and it's also good when the kids get older they don't have to hang out upstairs they'll just go to the basement and they'll be by that time they won't hang out else anyway or maybe they will i don't know i'm desiring that our kids like to hang out with us but too. we never know
0: all right yeah moving on
1: yeah and so that was the house,
0: that was the yeah. house. and i don't
1: regret that decision either No. So, but I do. I think it was part of the process. I think as you... It
0: was pretty cool that we did it right in the middle of the origin launch because it's like once you're moving, once the train is moving, you might as well do something else big at the same time.
1: Yeah. And it's just like, we don't know what the end result is going to be. We have ideas of what it could be. And usually it turns out better. So like the end result of us building our home or moving into a house because we wanted to build a house. And this feels really good for somebody that's moved 19 times in... Sixteen years for myself, and Kate's moved like ten, and it's it's a lot. So now, like,
0: there's no way we're moving before five years. (laughs) But I would like to be in this house for at least fifteen. So we'll
1: see. All right, we'll see how how that goes. All
0: right, so let's talk about the launch.
1: How do you feel post-launch? Now there was a lot of build-up for this. Like this was six months. Kate came up with the idea in like October, November timeframe, and we met Stu McLaren in December. And then a lot of that action, you know, it's like you really spent six months writing videos, photo shoots, like all of this stuff went into play to produce all of this. So how do you feel like this week's, you know, white space? So
0: I feel good. I mean, I feel so. There's a couple of things. Number one, you know, I had been sharing during the launch how calm it felt and how much flow there was and how I had all this extra space and like time because during the launch, it just didn't feel stressful, which is totally true. It was amazing how we really had the team support to support the launch and how we did everything ahead of time, more or less, not everything, but like a lot of things ahead of time so that I wasn't like putting together a webinar the night before, which I might, I have done that in the past. Like yep. the webinar was done a week ahead of time and it was like, well, what do I do now? I mean, it was, it's really an interesting, and wonderful experience. I highly recommend it. So there was no pushing. Like, I did not feel like the launch was a push at all. It felt very calm and super in flow. And the reality is working on something for six months is a big deal. And so I'm tired this week. Like, I just, you know, I want to be super honest about that because I don't want people to think I live in, like, unicorn fairyland where it's like, oh, my God, it was so calm and now I feel so energized. Like, the reality is I'm sleeping 10 hours a night right now. And I do. I feel sleepy. Yeah. (laughs) So... I mean, that's totally normal. This is the, you know, we just expanded in a big way. And then this is the contraction. It's just the way the universe works. So I, I don't think that's wrong in any way. It just is. I'm really taking care of my body this week. I'm like scheduling appointments, you know, with our homeopath and I'm going to get a massage and, you know, get my waxing done and like all those self-care things, lunch with my mom, things like that. We are going on a date night tonight and tomorrow night. Mike Mike bought tickets to go see Rock of Ages at our local community theater, which I can't wait. I'm so excited. I love musicals so much.
1: Oh, and then we're seeing a our friend michael our friend michael's tonight. film holly
0: star which is the one that i did the extras casting for we're going to go to a test screening which we've never done a test screening apparently you give feedback to the director yeah um, this will be cool so i'm pretty psyched about that so and michael nichols is our dear friend who's married to julia nichols who is another dear friend who also edits all of my stuff so shout out to julia she's amazing If you need
1: an editor um, she, she makes have connections. me look
0: good because i'm not that great at spelling and grammar and i always have typos But I do not in my published work because... I believe in editing. And I just, this is a shout out to all you online entrepreneurs. Just because you can whip something off and press publish does not mean that you should. And there's a level of professionalism that I think is missing in the online space because of the immediacy of our medium. Like I will see beautiful sales pages or beautiful copy that is full of typos and grammatical errors and spelling mistakes. And it just makes me go like, Oh, God, you just like it would have been so easy to hire somebody to just do a copy edit. And literally every single blog post I put out, every single sales page, every everything other than social media posts. Sometimes those will have the occasional typo, but I really do try to proofread those, too. I don't get catch everything, but every single thing we put out that is published on our site is edited and every email and I think that's really important so I just want to put that
1: out there and if you're self-publishing books because there's been Kate gets sent books a lot and they want like quotes people like quotes and stuff like that and some of them are self-published or have been published through publishers and they're they still like
0: here's the deal if you are self-publishing you need to not just write things and then print them like You have to treat it as though you are professionally publishing because you are. And that means having a content editor. That means having a copy editor. And that means having a line editor. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google it and find professionals because your book, I have read self-published books that I'm like, oh, God this is really obvious that it's self-published because either 50% of it should have been taken out or there are typos throughout or just the way they've structured it is like they needed help because everyone needs an editor. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter how good of a writer you are. Everyone needs an editor. Completion on the side note about editing.
1: <laughs> I mean, it happens in our business too. Like our team worked on the sales page for weeks, right? Get it ready and get it all published and all this stuff. And I literally looked at it one time it was right before completion, because I usually look at everything right before it gets published, and I found like 10 things that needed to be fixed, yeah. right? But it's like they... That's were, normal. It it's doesn't normal. mean anyone screwed no. up. It's just normal. It's just the fact that like we are in something so much, and when you have an outsider look at it, it's like going to therapy, right? Like we go to therapy because... Or people... You might have a therapist because like you're in your stuff, and you need outside perspective. It's yeah. the same thing when we're doing our writing.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. So... Anyway, we're having white space this week, and that feels really great. And there's not anything major scheduled next week, except that I am going to Snowshoe, the Mm -hmm. Wanderlust Festival in Snowshoe, and I'm doing two hour-long talks, 20 minutes of content and 40 minutes of Q&A. So if you're going to Wanderlust Snowshoe, I'd love to meet you. It's in West Virginia, and I'll be there with Licia, our president, as well as Carrie Montgomery, who's my dear friend, who's a stylist. So we're going to have a girls weekend. So I'm pretty psyched about that. Alrighty. So in terms of the launch, here's the other thing that was so cool. So we were at Danielle Laporte's book launch for White Hot Truth. And if you have not listened to our episode with Danielle about her book, I think it's probably one of the most... I mean, Dee is always really down to earth, but I think our episode is probably one of the most down to earth interviews you'll hear with her about White Hot Truth because it was just sort of like us recording, sitting around talking, which is what we do when we get together. So... We were at her book launch in New York, which we went to the same day the doors opened to origin. And these women after the event were, like, calling to me across the auditorium and being like, "Origin, I'm an empress. Hi. And it was so cool because as opposed to, you know, somebody coming up and saying, like, oh, I read your book and it was really helpful or, you know, I took your course or whatever, there was this really cool sense of women were beginning to identify as members of Origin. Like, you don't really usually identify as, like, the reader of someone's book or the taker of a course now maybe for b-schoolers i would say b-schoolers mm-hmm. have begun to form an identity that's like separate from marie it's not like they're admiring marie like they're like i'm a b-schooler so what's cool about origin is i was realizing that we've created something that is not about me it is about the community and so we are- when
1: did you realize that when they were yelling at you
0: No, the whole time. But it really became evident when like women were coming up to me being like, I'm an empress. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like they don't care about me. This is about them and their identity. And if you want to create a brand that has staying power and like really create a culture, there has to be an element where people are incorporating it as part of their identity, where it has nothing to do with you.
1: That is the definition of an entrepreneur that is the true you're creating something that lives on whether you're in it or not
0: yes and what's so cool about so we that call is, the that women... is
1: we think just starting a business as an entrepreneur but a lot of times business owners are really just freelancers inside right. of their company like they're really self-employed they're really self-employed okay. this came from seth godin this did not come for me so when i heard that yeah it was i was like oh got it okay yep. sorry
0: no no it's good So what's been really amazing is that within the community itself, we call the women empresses because we're all running empires, whether that empire has begun already or is just an idea in your head or isn't even an idea, but that's what we call the, you know, the origin empresses, which I just, (laughs) so these women are in the group. And what's so amazing at first, so the launch did way better than I anticipated, first of all, like. I was blown away because of the number of people we had in our funnel watching the Sustainable Success Workshop and the number of people opting in for the webinar and even showing up for the webinars. To be perfectly honest, the numbers were lower than I had anticipated, and I was feeling a little like, wah, wah, like, okay, it's just going to be a smaller launch. I had really gotten to be in agreement with that, and I was like, cool, so this will be kind of like the starter launch, and then later on when we do a public launch again, it'll be bigger. and then. In the last 24 hours which by the way if you're doing anything online usually for us and this doesn't mean it's always the case but for us about 50 percent of the sales come in in the last 24 hours and i knew that but i just never believe it ever even though i know that it's like yeah but that's not gonna happen this time but it happened i was blown away how many women joined in the last 24 hours And so I started to get a little nervous and I started to feel...
1: Yeah, it's all about deadlines.
0: It's all about deadlines. That is why having open enrollment for things, it can work, but you have to create some sort of Genuine scarcity, either a deadline or a price increase or a special bonus that they don't get if they sign up after a certain time or that you have a f- limited number of spots. And the reason for that is human beings, we just don't take action until we need to.
1: It's like what um, I just shared on their house at the beginning yeah, of this conversation. Yes, the
0: developer was like, shit yeah. or get off the pot. And we, we were like, all we, right, we'll buy a house.
1: We had nine months to design the house. And so we took nine months. Like if he would have said like, you have, you have, that, month, you have to submit a house design, we would have spent almost every day of that month getting it narrowed down so
0: exactly and so some people feel like oh well but you're just making that up like you could just let somebody in after the fact yeah we could but i love there's a woman in a facebook group that i'm part of and i cannot remember her name but i love she really beautifully shared how she transparently talks about deadlines that are manufactured in her online funnels and what she does is her follow-up emails literally say This is a manufactured deadline like you have until tonight at midnight to sign up. Why? Because energetically, it's not good for you and it's not good for me to have an open loop. So we are closing this loop and basically lighting a fire under your ass to take action because otherwise you won't. And for me, it's not good to have all these loosey-goosey open loops. And so I'm closing the loop for both of us to serve both of us. And yes, it's a manufactured deadline. And I just thought that was brilliant rather than being like, the doors have to close because like, you know, God said so. No, you're just freaking making that up when it's online sales. Like there's no reason it has to close that day. It just, you just decided it. And so for any of you who feel weird about manufactured deadlines and genuine scarcity, just be transparent about it. Mm-hmm. I'm making this up because human beings it's, it's, procrastinate and it's every, I want to help yeah. you help yourself.
1: It's everything. Look at the Memorial Day sales. Like right. that's this weekend. You're going to get a hot deal. Right look at thanksgiving you know it's like the day after thanksgiving it's like black friday and it's like oh my gosh. and who knows if that stuff's really cheaper they just do a really good job marketing it that way like we don't really know that but that's like it's the way we work as humans you know and at this moment in time in this world we really operate on deadlines
0: yeah it serves everyone
1: yep it serves everyone because then and you're so- not stuck in maybe land
0: So as the deadline loomed for enrollment for this time around, we had two genuine scarcities built in. One enrollment closed on Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern. And then second was the price was never going to be this low again. So when we open the doors again in the future, the price will be higher. So as a $30 price point for this time only and women who joined by friday were in at the we called it's grandmothered in so they will never pay more than 30 dollars, and
1: month. that's 30 dollars a month
0: 30 a month the price will go up in the future if you miss the deadline by the way you can go over to origincollective.com and get on the wait list so that when we do open the doors again you'll be the first to know
1: can you talk about real fast just from why we chose to go like this monthly route
0: mm, yes instead
1: okay, of a like let's say a thousand dollar course and you know or something like that so instead of putting this into a bulk package because i know a lot of people are listening that are creating what they're creating next and why we chose to go this route
0: why a membership site
1: yeah and so there's also going to be what is it like there's going to be people that cancel with a membership site sure right and there'll be people that no longer want this and they're no longer that and I've talked to a lot of people that have membership sites recently and that's what I said and there's always I had somebody I talked to that lost 50% of their enrollees within three months like 50% of them left within three months and I was like wow that's like and who knows what that's going to be like and we'll see what that's like on our end we'll let you know as we go down the pipeline but it's also this is much different and you're going to explain why this is much different than other types of membership sites out there and why we decided to go this direction.
0: So we decided to do a membership site because, number one, I wanted it to be about the community and not the one-way relationship of I'm the teacher, you're the student. I really wanted this to be about we're in this together, reimagining motherhood and entrepreneurship. And while I may have gathered us all together, it doesn't mean I have all the answers. And that was really important to me. So for now, I am producing all of the content. But over time, I would imagine we'll bring in other voices because there are a lot of other people who are smarter and wiser and more experienced than I am and have expertise in areas that I don't have it and I don't care to learn it. <laughs> so, but I knew that for me, what I've always been good at is creating community. I mean, I've always had a really close group of friends. I'm still really close with the girls I grew up with. You know, some of them I've been friends with since I was two. Ellen. Ellen. Hi, Ellen. I love you. <laughs> Shout out to Ellen Follen who <laughs> listens to every episode. Ellen Follen, my homegirl. We're going to be neighbors with her mom.
1: She's an amazing singer. She is. She was in... uh...
0: Actually, she was in Pitch Perfect 2. Yeah. And so if if you watch Pitch Perfect 2, Ellen has a solo in the part where they're at the alumni party, and Ellen starts off the song. I can't remember what it's called, but it's right close up on her face, and you can hear her beautiful voice. It's like an angel. Every time I hear you sing, Ellen, I cry. Even though it was a silly song in Pitch Perfect 2. But go watch it. You'll see my BFF. Okay. So... I don't know what I'm talking about. Now I'm thinking about Ellen and her friends with Ellen
1: for your whole life and all your, your girls from Yarmouth. I knew
0: that gathering community is something I could do. And I knew that a membership site, I liked the idea of it because it creates that continuity of a relationship. You just don't have that relationship with people When they read your book or when they take a one-time course, unless it's like a long-time group coaching thing, which we don't have that offering right now. We have that relationship with our USANA team, and Mm -hmm. I freaking love that. So we wanted to create something like that. And so we decided to go with monthly. We do not offer an annual payment plan. And we learned this from Stu and i'll tell you why at first it seemed sexy we were like okay we'll offer the annual and then we'll make a big cash flow up front and then you know we'll have all this cash flow to repay all the investment we made in custom making the membership site and Mm -hmm. the videos and because we invested a lot in it'll
1: probably take Um, i haven't finalized all the numbers yet but at least four months to pay back if everything stays like where it is now you know and we can i'll calculate some what do they call that they call it like members that leave. I don't remember. Attrition. Yeah, attrition. You know, I'll calculate the percentage of that, but how long? But we're at least four months from to being pay profitable. back. Yeah, because of our investment into it.
0: Which was fine with us because we were like, this is a yeah. long-term investment and this is not... See, what's different about a membership model as opposed to the big launch model is we're not looking for the huge numbers right up front. We're looking for over time consistent revenue. And so we didn't offer the annual option because... What we found out from other membership site owners is that when you offer the annual option, what happens is... When it gets charged once a year, people are more likely to cancel because they see the big charge on their card. So it could be the same amount that it was going to be monthly, but it's one time. You get way more cancellations than if it's small amounts monthly because it just doesn't, psychologically, it just doesn't feel like as big of a deal. So that's a pure psychology reason. And then also logistically speaking, it was just really hard to keep track of who is annual versus who is monthly. It's just easier. Everyone's monthly. It's just super simple. Mm-hmm. So that's how we kept it. We did offer annual for our beta people because I had forgotten about not offering annual, So we have a few, like a small handful of annual people that we might just have to manually renew. I don't know. Anywho, so what's been so cool is I got nervous. We had all these people joining. I was like, oh my god, this is so many more than I thought it was going to be. And then... What's been so cool is in the Facebook group, first of all, it's so active and it's so beautiful. And the conversations that are going on and the sharing and the connections, like women are just like, oh my God, this is the community I've dreamed of my entire life. Where has origin been all my life? Gosh, I wish I had had this 10 years ago. You know, this is what I've been desiring. I didn't even know it could be this good. Like these are the sorts of things people are saying. And while I do get tagged in a few things here and there, they're really in there for each other. And so I can pop in and comment a little bit and then pop out. Nobody's in there like waiting for me to show up. And it is the most beautiful thing to have. It's kind of been the lighthouse to just be like, hey, I'm gathering women who want to tap into their feminine power to live cyclically, who are high achieving type women who want to reimagine motherhood and entrepreneurship. I'm gathering you. And then they gathered and then I could just like kind of like sneak away and go to bed. (laughs) I mean, that's sort of how it feels. Obviously, I'm creating content every single week and I'm popping in and I'm commenting every day and I'm very present, but I don't feel like it's dependent upon my presence. And I have to say, it feels really freeing and beautiful that women are there for each other, not necessarily for me. And I may have been the reason somebody signed up, but then once they're in there, they realize that's not really the reason. Mm -hmm. So that feels really great. Like, just like Facebook, you know, nobody joins Facebook because they want to hang out with Mark Zuckerberg. I don't think so. They join because of Facebook. Right. And he's not going to be commenting on their stuff and they are not expecting him to. Right. Yeah. So very cool.
1: Yeah. And I'll just add a few things onto that from the monthly piece. The content that Kate is, one thing that I've seen. So a lot of this idea around all of this, I've been thinking about this for a long time. And I brought this up to Kate a few years ago exactly what you said about facebook i was like the one downside of the personal development industry and what we've created so far is it's like kate records a course we sell it we make money and then it's like we're trying to survive you know to a certain degree to get to the next course to the next launch it was always launch after launch after launch and i was like this is crazy we were
0: living launch to launch
1: yeah and like it's almost like paycheck to paycheck but we were living launch to launch bigger numbers (laughs) and It's like a crazy way to live, and I read something a long time ago that said, you know, what is Facebook? What is like Airbnb and Uber and all of these platforms and, you know, what has so-and-so done in their business and how these businesses have become big. You know, it's like, what is Nike? Nike is not about Phil Knight. Nike's about Nike and just do it, right? It's the slogans, it's the community about this. And I told Kate, like, that's what we have to come up with. We have to figure out what that idea is going to be for our business that allows to bring people together, but it's not something that you have to show up to or I have to show up to for it to function. And when it came to putting this together, I was like, this is, and during this launch, I'm actually thinking out to like, a year from now like how can we set this up so this continually grows because this is something that could have a ridiculous amount of members into it because of the clientele because of the discussion that we're I don't mean the clientele is like the customers the members the empresses of this community and what it's about and what it's dictating and it's like the complete opposite of what the world you see every day on cnn.com and what you're reading on newyorktimes.com like it's the opposite of that And that's what these, let's say, quote, unquote, powers that be and what you see and read about and all the crazy that's going on in the world. Like, this is what they're afraid of. Like, they're afraid of communities and groups getting together like this and actually... Really honoring themselves, understanding that they have the power inside of them to create the life that they truly want instead of listening and going about as in the, let's say, quote unquote rat race or what Seth Godin talks about is with the manufacturing cycle of what's happened over the last 100, 200 years where it's like you go to school, you get a degree and then you graduate, you know, and then you work in a factory for 40 years. Like that's not happening anymore because of the way we're at. But then we moved from, let's say, the manufacturing age, the industrial age to this information age. And the content that Kate is teaching and it changes every month. Like it's like our bodies, it's the flow of our bodies on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis. We have these cycles, we go in and out of them. And with the content that's being put out in this membership, like I was like, this is it, like this is the flow, the way people can share. And it's pretty cool. It's really cool to be able to see that and create that. So like the content is much different than saying, learn this marketing strategy and go implement it you know and we will do a little bit of that for sure cuz it's about business owners right they want to know that stuff but i think before you even understanding the marketing it's like what you talked about right now where today's the white space and it's really understanding like okay i need the white space taking white space is hard like this week we've kind of chilled out like we spent a lot of time yesterday doing paint colors as we're doing paint colors this i was like i need to do this i need to do that like it is really hard to stop and like just chill and because there's it's nothing the world doesn't stop you know it's like the world is a non-stop world that just keeps moving on its axis and we keep turning and everything keeps happening and the information keeps coming at you and like to not keep up with it or to take some time off is a challenge and it's cool to have that white space, but I believe it's really important to understand to say, all right, well, this week is chill. Next week is back at it. We're like, we're planning to get back in the groove next week. And I think it's really cool how that mapped out. And I think it is for those of you running businesses, I always am thinking like five years down the line, 10 years down the line, like, cause we've said this multiple times. Like we overestimate what we can create in a short period of time. So like, let's say one year and we underestimate what we can create in five to 10 years. And So if I would have thought back when I started my business in 2009, we would be at this place in 2017. I wasn't thinking about that in 2009, but I always knew I wanted to create something or be a part of something that was like this. You know, it's just giving ourselves that patience. It's having that time. It's continually putting in the work, which is exactly when we were in the ebbs and flows, what we talked about in last week's podcast with with Liana Liana Silver. And the ebb and flows, the dark, of the soul, the light, you know, it's being in those processes as we operate in our lives and coming in and out of them. And I think that's like one reason that origin is in existence. And it's pretty cool to go through that and experience that from a content perspective, but also for helping us because also from our business, it, it creates a little bit of ease where it's a little bit more consistent income. And we'll see what that looks like in three months, six months from now. But also it gives us more of a direction and a plan and that's really helped with like planning our company yeah
0: it gives us tremendous structure we
1: have right now the greatest clarity on where we're going in our company since her and i started working together in 2013 you know officially in 2013 really 2012 but like since kate and i started working together like our clarity on where the direction we're going like i'm a way happier person right now than i've been in probably two years at least I don't know about you, but I know starting in December, like things really started to gel for you and it was like off and running and I wasn't there, things started to gel for me when we brought somebody on board to help us, you know, it really kind of kept the ship moving. So it was cool.
0: Awesome. Is there anything else you want to say about the launch, honey?
1: No, I think like overall it was really Like there's also, so some of you might be launching or doing product launches or stuff like that. It might be like, well, they just said that they had the sales page or the webinars done like, you know, a week before or whatever. And you're like, oh crap, like I got to do this tomorrow or I have to do this in an hour. We've been there, you know, like we still made last minute changes to certain things right now. So don't think like you're doing things wrong. Like just you're doing it. Like you're taking action. You're putting things into the world it might happen last minute. You might be working by yourself to do all of this. I remember the woman that married us, Deb Kern, sent us a text message recently that was just like, okay, I guys, I did it. I actually did all the tech work. I put all the stuff together. I did my first product launch. I brought it to the market and I'm so proud of myself. You know, instead of this concept where we always feel like we have to have someone else help us instead of us like being in that dark night of the soul place where it's like oh crap I gotta learn how to put a webinar together yeah. you Deb know? just
0: she learned it and now she feels so empowered because she understands how it all works so that she can be better informed when she does hire somebody and not get taken for a ride because she actually understands what it is they should be doing and that is really a powerful place
1: for to be. sure that is mm-hmm. the most powerful place to be mm-hmm. because Deb has been taken for she's had some bad or poor I wouldn't say She's been taken advantage She's of. She's
0: had some learning opportunities. Yeah,
1: learning opportunities. So, And that's not a good place to be. And it's like when we give our power away to these people or these folks or these team members that all of a sudden we want them to solve everything, that's when we actually lose it. That's when we lose that power and we lose control of what we're working on. And it could be like in a marriage. It could be to our kids. It could be to so many other circumstances. So, awesome. yeah, I believe like the launch I feel really good about and I'm happy that you know, I'm really pumped to see like the interaction. I don't partake too much in the Facebook group, but I'm definitely paying attention. My entire Facebook newsfeed is now origin collective. It's crazy. Like the interaction that's going on there, people love it on each other, the feedback we've received from so many other of our colleagues. And just like I gave free access to a friend that we've known for a long time now. And she went through it and she was like, this is really good. Like it's real, the design, the layout. She's like, what did you build this on? I was just like, this was custom, custom
0: like, baby. This
1: was, we can't, <laughs> you know, the map of the idea was I like, I wanted
0: it to feel really fancy, yeah, like a luxurious. Yes. I wanted these women to feel so well taken care of. And like, it was elegant. And so while I know there are a lot of platforms that are templates that we could have built the membership site on, we decided to go custom and even though it was a really big investment i'm so glad we did because it's super beautiful and i'm yeah. really proud of it
1: and it's not a pro- like if you're starting at this place once again like if you're using oh my god a template, this is seven
0: years into business yeah. so like i would never have done that in 2010
1: no. and it was I a started. big expense like i was like holy that's smokes that's why it's gonna take us four months to be right. profitable but it's okay yep it's true
0: all right I would say it was a success. I feel awesome. About I agree. It. Yeah, yeah, and I'm really enjoying my ten hour nights of sleep. Thanks for getting up with P in the mornings, honey. No problem. Want to give you public acknowledgement.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be so nice to move into this house too. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. then Penelope can like play downstairs, and I can totally work out totally. or something. Yeah. So
0: Okay cool. Alright Thanks everybody Thanks for oh, listening Oh if you like
1: this episode oh, yeah. Feel free to share it We definitely don't do enough Please of share
0: it Please go over to iTunes And leave us a review We love reviews And it helps more people Find the podcast
1: Can you hand me my and phone please please of course I'm go gonna give a shout out To somebody to, That sent um, me a message
0: iTunes and subscribe
1: There was a uh,
0: Subscribe away
1: We could do better At our shout out game But there was definitely Somebody who sent me A shout out Scooby that's all that's the name that's what i got said started from scratch listening to the kate and mike podcast today well sort of going from episode 10 and continuing on it's been so awesome to out loud and often to oh cry out loud and often there's (laughs) an emoji it really messed me up there i learned so much goodness from your sharing thank you both well thank you scooby thanks scooby for listening binge
0: listening is encouraged
1: yes I love i'm
0: love. i a big about. podcast binge listener me too so love it all right thanks everybody next week we have i can't remember but we have something good for you okay <laughs> bye we have a guest i know but i can't remember who it is isn't it christina i'm not sure we have three guests lined up and i don't know the order so i'm not oh, gonna okay. say but okay. we have three we really great see. guests coming we do
1: up. <laughs> okay Stay bye, tuned. bye. <laughs>